to two groups in this country, patriots and traitors. No middle ground. Disinformation is not simply lies or falsifications. It is the art of having your enemies say what you want them to say. Who would engage in espionage on Twitter? Who would be that stupid, not me? It's very important to educate people about these techniques. They have the Great Reset, we have the Great Awakening. Another type of active measure is the agent of influence. And why shouldn't I root for Russia, because, which I am? You know, it's very hard for journalists to accept that this has been going on. What do you get your opinions from, TV? Disinformation is actually a deliberately distorted or manipulated information that is uh, leaked into the communication system of the opponent with the expectation that it would be accepted as genuine information and uh, influence either the decision-making process, for example, or to influence or manipulate public opinion. I want to see these people go through misery because of their grooming against our children. Some questions remain unanswered. What is the effect of all these active measures? I did nothing wrong. Welcome to a premium episode of the Did Nothing Wrong podcast, where we cut through the noise and help you make sense of the chaotic information space around us. I'm Griff Somke. And I'm Jay McKenzie. On this episode of the Did Nothing Wrong podcast, we're joined by journalist Robert Silverman to discuss the horrific shooting in San Bernardino, California, over a store's display of a pride flag. We'll also talk about Alex Jones's latest lies about a potential return to COVID restrictions and how he has set himself up for a win, however it comes out. Stick around. So there's a really awful incident that happened this week in San Bernardino County, California. 27-year-old man gunned down a shop owner, Laura Ann Carlton. She had a clothing store, and they have a pride flag at the clothing store. And this man, who has a years-long history of making violent comments and threats at LGBTQ people on social media, decided that today was the day. And he went and shot this woman and then proceeded to end up getting himself killed in a shootout with law enforcement. He was using an unregistered handgun. So it's the story that a lot of us unfortunately have been sadly predicting was going to happen as a result of the constant demonization and incitement on the part of the far right. They've been pushing this button for years and years now, and now you've got a 27-year-old guy who decides that this is the day, and he's going to go out, and he's going to he's going to shoot somebody for literally flying a pride flag outside of her business. This is where we are in America in 2023. Yeah, and it keeps happening, and the stories are slightly different, but it's essentially the same one, and it goes back to... Well, it's stochastic terrorism, and, mm -hmm. and there are people that are being pushed into this belief system that, with the right set of circumstances, leads to violence. And it seems like it's just becoming more and more frequent, and this is our reality now. I went through the shooter's social media, and particularly his Twitter account, and... Well, this one, this one really stuck out to me, and I, and I just had to share it. His account has now been removed from Twitter, and we might want to talk about that some more later, because it took them four days to remove his account. But there's one post here. It is a reply to Joe Biden. 
And here's Biden's tweet. It was on June 15th, 2023. Joe Biden said, at a time when guns are the number one killer of kids in America, it shouldn't be this hard to convince Republicans in Congress to keep weapons of war off of our streets and to keep guns out of the hands of dangerous people. And the shooter replied to Biden on Twitter by saying, guns are not the problem, butthead. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And you said it was an unregistered firearm that he used to murder someone for yeah. the horrific crime of flying a pride flag. The source of the claim that it is an unregistered firearm is the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department's report on this. They state, based on preliminary inf investigation, the firearm used in the murder of Miss Carlton is believed to be unregistered as Smith & Wesson Model 6906 9mm semi-automatic handgun. Yeah, I, I have not been able to pour over the details of the case. And as usual in the response, I sort of did my usual thing of checking in on all of our favorite hard right influencers. I do this as a matter of course because of my own chronic case of brainworms. Uh, you know, there were the likes of Libs of TikTok and Mad Wall saying that people were blaming them, and that was incredibly unfair. And and the usual the usual line that that the right trouts out whenever there's a, a gun related violence is, which is that you know, like the shooter said, uh, you know. Guns don't kill people, people kill people. And why are you trying to politicize this in the aftermath of a tragedy? Where is the moment for quiet reflection on what this means, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But in this case, you know, people like Walsh and Reichick were just specifically saying, this is not our fault. Right. They when <laughs> knew to some extent that they're really, really culpable on this one. Yeah, but the but the real crime is is what removing access to guns because yeah. we just can't we can't do that because freedom, I guess. If guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns, right? Well, and and libs of TikTok is of course, oh, this is not my fault. And meanwhile, I've seen a report that that she shared a librarian's post on her main account and within yeah. 48 hours there were bombs. Maybe less, yeah. maybe mm -hmm. 36. At least two bomb threats? Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, I think to a certain degree, they, they all absolutely do know what the results are of their relentless vilification of a minority. I keep coming back to that moment when Andy No was on the stand and he was forced to testify in, I believe it's the, the current trial where he sued two people in Portland for you know inciting violence against him and the lawyer asked him specifically you know what happens when you report on people you know that they're targeted right and he sort of quietly says yes and i think you were to depose mm -hmm. right or walsh i think <laughs> under penalty of perjury they would probably say the same thing like they have to know to pull it back a little look when i report on somebody one thing that is always taken into consideration is, yes, there will be a group of people who will be mad at this person. There are many avenues now for those people who are mad to express themselves, often directly to the person who is being reported about. Whether it means I'm reporting on Tim Pool, whether I'm reporting on Clay Travis or Barstool Sports or a soccer or you know New York soccer team or whatever it is that I'm covering, I know that those people will be subjected to 
anger, vitriol, and a lot of it is stuff they will see directly. It is taken into account with the reporting. What we all do when we're reporting on these people is saying, what is the collective good in knowing what is going on versus what damage might be caused to the person that is doing it? And we're always asking, is this a newsworthy thing to talk about? Right. Because that's a real risk. You don't want to punch down. You don't want to subject someone to very difficult life circumstances if the newsworthiness, if the public's need to know doesn't overwhelm. It's a it's a back and forth. It's a push and pull. It's a constant debate. People like Walsh and Reichick and Poole and Posovic and Cernovich and Andy No and all of them. I don't think they've ever had that thought once in their entire lives. Or at least they've never, it's never stopped them from doing what they do. No, no, it doesn't seem to have because this is not something they've ever stopped for a second to reflect on, not something they've ever even taken a second to say, hey, wait a minute, someone got killed in San Bernardino County. This might have been a result of my rhetoric. This person followed me. This person was a fan of what I do. No, I'm back at it the next day. It's like that Simpsons meme. No, it's the children's fault. Last summer, Matt, there was a bunch of pride flags that were hung all in, in the United Kingdom in some part of Britain. I don't know where. But there were a lot of them. And they were all down at a street. And the entire online right started making memes comparing it to the Nazis. And they've said that the pride flag is a hate symbol over and over and over again so anyone hang like who hangs it anywhere is expressing wants to just not only harm you but harm your precious children what did they think was going to happen what do they think has been happening how far is it justified to go in stopping this if that's what you're being told if you're a person who's been programmed with the this is bad these people are evil they're groomers they're hurting our children they're taking over what's justified to stop that if you're that person you know how far down that path should you go if you're that person the alleged shooter was very very far down the conspiracy rabbit hole i'm i'm looking through these posts and we see the usual anti-semitic anti-LGBTQ, even added the P, they add pedophile on the end of that. This is a right-wing panic they have also been pushing through this for years. It started actually in the late 2010s. What they believed is when people started, look, there were publications that did did articles and there were scholar reports about minor attracted persons. Because there are people who have these feel like people who are attracted to minors It's not something they chose consciously. It is a powerful drive that we don't really understand psychologically where it comes from or why. It is a psychological affliction. Acting on it is a crime. Acting on it is monstrous beyond my comprehension. But there were articles trying to understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. And this was probably around 2017, 2018, I saw this starting popping up. And the right started screaming about these articles that this was an attempt to normalize, that this was the left wanted pedophilia to be normal and acceptable and somewhere on the spectrum. And so they began saying like, well, look at all these letters that we have for how people discuss their sexuality and gender. They are going to add a P. It's coming. 
Be afraid. It's coming soon. That is a, now at this point, an ancient trope. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and we've, I know Griff and I have talked about this, and, and obviously people who act on these feelings, it is horrific. I have children. Griff has children. Mm-hmm. Our feelings on that, I don't even think we need to say them, how we would feel, especially if it was against our own kids. It's horrific. But when I first saw this, I, I thought, well, okay, let's look at this. And are they trying to normalize it? Are they trying to even create some kind of acceptance? But I know the two of us talked about it. And I mean, the idea is these are still people. And if they haven't acted on anything, then what is the alternative? If you're not willing to help these people, then what, what is your plan? Do you want to euthanize them? Do you think they should be shot? Because at a certain point, it is either you deal with the problem or you discard the problem. Right. And that seems to be where the right has landed on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, they've decided that they don't care to understand. That was what these articles were. These articles were like, okay, here we have people who have this affliction. How are we treating them? How are they coping with this? How right. are they trying to get better? Those who are. And it was trying to understand how doctors and psychologists and researchers were trying to make it so that there are fewer children who are harmed. Yes, fewer crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the problem with wanting it to happen less? And yes, that does require some scientific study. That does require talking to these people. That requires a dialogue and the right will. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of the Did Nothing Wrong podcast. For just five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, as well as a new one every week and our entire library of premium episodes. Head on over to didnothingwrongpod.com slash subscribe to sign up today. Thanks again for your support. We couldn't do it without you.